I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This past week, we observed the 50-year anniversary of the moon landing, and that is an event that I remember from my childhood. I remember sitting around a black-and-white television and, and watching Neil Armstrong plant his foot on the moon's surface and say that it was a small step for man but a giant leap for mankind. And, of course, we know that we all have these these pivotal moments that we remember, that we share collectively, these, these moments that are of significance collectively, and we remember that, and we remember them on a personal level and what they meant to us personally. Well, this past week I was listening to a program on NPR, and the person was talking about how to this day, so many people don't really believe that the moon landing happened and that it was just a big conspiracy by NASA and that it was essentially fake news, of course, is the buzzword that we now use, that the moon landing was fake news, that that uh, it was this big hoax, really, that uh, that NASA and the government pulled off. So there is this tendency, of course, to entertain conspiracy theories. And I was really curious to hear this fellow talk about how when people are constructing conspiracy theories, they will take certain dots, they will, they will lift out certain dots or moments or facts and connect them in a way that creates a story that they then claim and believe strongly to be true, some sort of conspiracy story. And it really struck me that that, in fact, is what we are always doing, um, both individually and collectively. We are choosing which dots, which events, which experiences of our own lives or our collective lives we're going to focus on. And then we choose how we are going to connect those dots and what narrative we are going to form from those dots. And it's quite remarkable when we really start to pay attention to how we are fashioning our own story. And that in essence, the mind is constantly generating conspiracy theories. The, the mind in its separated state and the ego state is constantly, it is one big conspiracy theory. The ego is a big conspiracy theory. And it's a conspiracy theory about this idea of separateness and when we are operating out of that belief system then we look at the world through that lens and we lift out the dots that will and connect them in such a way that it will confirm that story for us. And so we live in this very interesting moment right now where we have become, the technology has evolved to the point where we can in fact manipulate things that previously had to be taken at face value. Photographs, for instance, or videos, or all kinds of things can be doctored, if you will, to convey something, um, something that the, that the editor or the, the creator, the artist, 
is choosing to convey. And so we were losing this common ground of that we used to share of what we deemed to be factual information. Facts were taken to be facts and and there wasn't any dispute about them. Well, now we're in this very interesting terrain where even that is not shared territory. We don't agree on what's factual and what isn't factual. And we can see a video that's been doctored and take it to be true. And so our reality, uh, our sense of reality is in flux and it's not, it's not at all something that can be taken for granted. And we don't really share the same sort of common ground that was at one time, it was just sort of what we all assumed to be true. So we now are living in this very interesting time. And I know that it's troubling to see this happening, that the that what is factual and what is false, the distinction between those things is getting very, very blurry. And people can no longer even agree on what's, what's uh, correct, what's true, what's factual, and what is false. So we've entered this sort of limbo land here where we can't even presuppose that we all share a a factual basis of, of reality. And that can seem very troubling, of course, because how do we create and sustain a civilization when we can't even agree on what the basic facts are? Uh, when we can't even agree on whether vaccines are good or not, and we can't even agree on whether humans are contributing to climate change or not. And so we're in this sort of, this flux. And that can seem very troubling, of course. But I want us to go a little bit deeper, because while that is uh, challenging in so many ways and on so many levels, there is a deeper sense in which this flux that we find ourselves in, this reality flux, I'll call it that, can help us actually uh, make this evolutionary leap that I'm talking about in this podcast of letting go of that egoic mind of separateness. And why do I say that? Why do I say that this, this propensity to sort of glom onto fake news and this collapse really of our consensual reality. Why is that helpful? Well, the reason that I believe it can be helpful if we look at it in a particular way, an evolutionary activist sort of a way, is because when we go more deeply into our own minds and our own thought structures, we become more and more aware that our mind is constantly generating fake news. And right now, as some of us are becoming a little bit more skeptical about what we read in the news and what we see on social media, we can bring that same skepticism to our own thoughts. And we can begin to question the veracity of these egoic thoughts. Because questioning the veracity of the egoic thoughts is fundamental to withdrawing our adherence and our allegiance to that thought system. So we see reflected out in the wider world, in our society and around the globe, we see this fake news that's, that's happening and we see these tendencies towards, um, towards conspiracy theories happening. And that can help us, if we turn it inside, that can help us 
become more savvy about making the distinction in our own minds between illusion and truth. How do we do that? How do we discern the difference between illusion and truth? Wherever it presents itself, whether it presents itself, quote, externally, or whether it presents itself in our own mind, there, it's really very simple. Because the thing that is true is love. Reality is love. Reality is interconnectedness. That is the essential aspect of, of the universe, of our existence. We are love. We come from love. We are made of love. We embody love. It's, love is, is, is true. Love is real. Love is reality. So any thoughts and any stories that are depicting anything other than love are illusory. So if we are engaging and entertaining thoughts that are not reflections of love, that are not reflections of interdependence and interconnectedness, then we know that we are entertaining illusions. We are entertaining conspiracy theories. Same holds true for the, quote, external world. When we see patterns and, and behaviors and so forth that are not expressions of love, we can discern that those are erroneous. They are not in alignment with reality. And so I wanted to bring this to our attention, and I, I've spoken about this before, but I think it warrants repeating because this really is a moment for all of us to begin to practice that kind of discernment in our own minds and in the world. Because we are in this really fascinating time of healing, this fascinating time of releasing beliefs, patterns that have not served us and that have been misaligned. And we are in this moment of realigning ourselves in our own consciousness with the reality of love, which is the true self, the capital S self. And so in this season, when we are remembering that moon landing and hearing even the now the skeptics about did that really happen? Well, we can use that as an opportunity to turn it inward and look at our own thoughts and say, hmm, is that thought really true? And if it isn't, then it's not worth protecting, it's not worth defending, it's simply a matter of withdrawing our investment in it and realigning with the truth of love. And until next week, I bid you peace. Peace.